When you need milk for Zoe and a cold brew for yourself, Kroger Delivery will get you just what you need in as little as 30 minutes. Open the Kroger app and start your cart, whatever the cart. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Delivery time's not guaranteed. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. When you're a Boost member, you get free delivery, double fuel points, and lots more. Sign up at Kroger.com slash boost. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free 1-800-610-7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com on MSN Messenger Exxon Radio TV at hotmail.com and our website www.exxonradiotv.com. You know, some people say 2012 is is end, is the end, you know. Past December 21st, 2012, there is nothing else. Well, is this science or superstition? You know, have you thought about when the world will come to an end, Exonation? Well, don't feel alone. We all have at one point or another. In 2012, Is This the End? by our guest this hour, Lloyd Hildebrand. This question has been asked over and over and over again, has been studied, analyzed, researched, and covered fully. So many people and cultures have their own opinions about this question, which is very timely in light of the fact that the Mayan calendar ends on the 21st of December 2012. And... uh, Let's see what many people are saying about the end. Okay, this is posted on YouTube. December 21st, 2012 isn't the end of the world. It's the end of the world as as uh, we know it. It's the end of the darkness age in the history of Earth. It's the end of the triumph of materialization, where humans lose their true bond to nature through external impressions. Let me see, posted on Facebook 2012. What will you choose? Posted on MySpace 2012. Wake up, everyone. And our guest this hour, Lloyd Hildebrand, said, Are we doomed? Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? 
How do we prepare for the uncertainties we face? The title of the last chapter, Do Not Fear, says it all. Lloyd Hildebrand is my special guest. He is the author of 2012, Is This the End? And Lloyd, welcome to the X-Zone. Rob, thank you very much for having me on your show. It's uh, an exciting experience for me. And uh, there's so much that's going on in the world today that seems to indicate that, you know, the world is in upheaval Mm -hmm. in um, almost every uh, area of life. And so I think it's good for us to take a look at what some of these ancient cultures, civilizations, and religions have to say about the end of the world. It was truly a fascinating uh, project for me to undertake and uh, the research, um, you know, was very, very uh, fascinating. A lot of commonalities between many of those sources. All right, Lloyd, you and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. Please stand by, and thanks very much for sharing your time with us here in the Exxon. You're very welcome. Exxon Nation, our special guest this hour is Lloyd Hildebrand. The name of his book is 2012, Is This the End? The website is www.bridgelogos.com. That's B-R-I-D-G-E-L-O-G-O-S dot com. And Lloyd and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere, or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Are you interested in the paranormal, ghosts, UFOs, or psychic phenomenon? Join me, Tim Bartley, co-host of Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, coming mid-January 2017 to the XZBN. We will channel spirits live and talk to them, revealing all kinds of amazing information. Spiritual attachments will be found and removed on the show, and so much more. To find out when you can listen to Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, visit www.xzbn.net for listeners on both sides of the veil. Exonation, our guest this hour is Lloyd Hildebrand, and he is the author of 2012, Is This the End? The website is www.bridgelogos.com. Lloyd, what prompted you to write your book? Well, I used to be a professor at a couple of universities in Pennsylvania, and Mm -hmm. one of the um, uh, writings that we would share in class dealt with the Mayan prophecy 
which um, ends, uh, which is based on their long count calendar, which actually ends on December 21st, 2012, which is the winter solstice of that year. And they noticed how interested the students were in this topic because it it wasn't that far away, mm-hmm. and uh, now it's even getting closer, of course, just um, a couple of years away. And um, we wonder, really, why the Mayan calendar ended when it did. And in my research, I discovered that the Mayans were good astronomers and mathematicians. They were very artistic um, well, uh, their civilization was well-developed in many different areas. Um, in fact, they have predicted every solar eclipse that has occurred uh, since the beginning of um, their calendar. And uh, that goes up right to the present day. They're able, they have predicted every single solar eclipse with accuracy. So we have to ask ourselves the question, why does the calendar abruptly end? on December 21st, 2012. Many have concluded that that is their way of saying that is when either the world will come to an end or will go through a great transition. A lot of Native American groups believe that a great transition will take place around that time. And several other people have pinpointed that exact date as being the culmination of human history as we know it. Um, one of which studied the I Ching, which is the ancient Chinese book of changes. His name is Terence McKenna. Yes. And he was a mathematician, mm-hmm. um, a fractal uh, geometrician, actually. He and his brother studied the book of changes for a long time. And this was prior to any knowledge about the Mayan long count calendar. They concluded at the end of their research um, through the book of changes that the exact date of the end of the world would be December 21st, 2012. I found that very fascinating, and uh, a lot of cultures are pointing to that year as being truly significant, and science is as well. What's the scientific connection here? Well, in the year 2012, there is going to be a solar maximus, which has already begun to some extent, Mm -hmm. uh, which will involve... uh, sunstorms and uh, uh, activity on the sun that will affect our planet and definitely affect electronic equipment on our planet. And they're expecting that to reach its peak sometime in 2012. They're not exactly sure. Um, However, if that does happen, then we will see, um, you know, many things could take place. For example, Greg Braden has written... We know, for example, that every once in a while something truly mind-boggling, almost unthinkable, happens. For reasons that are still not fully understood, our familiar north and south poles trade places. The magnetic field of the Earth does a complete flip-flop. Although polar reversals are rare in the history of civilizations, the geologic record shows that they happen routinely in terms of Earth's history. Magnetic reversals have already happened 171 times in the last 76 million years, with at least 14 of those reversals occurring in the last 4.5 million years alone. And Albert Einstein um, believed in this as well. He was electrified by many of these theories. 
they, uh, he accepted the idea that the Earth's crust floats on a turbulent molten lava ocean. Mm-hmm. And this turbulence is caused by the fact that the Earth's core is spinning faster than the crust of the Earth is, and the molten lava beneath the Earth's crust is a force that causes many natural disasters. In fact, the source for every volcano, earthquake, tsunami, and polar shift is found beneath the Earth's crust. Well, uh, the thing that could trigger this is something that some scientists believe in. I don't think it's um, uh, totally uh, been proven, however, and that is the alignment of all the planets in our solar system will be adjacent from the black hole in the center of the Milky Way, and according to many scientists, the year 2012, uh, this will be the first time that that galactic alignment has occurred. And that could result in a polar reversal or a polar shift, which would not be a complete reversal. Um, but with regard to the um, <clears throat> uh, solar maximus that will take place, mm-hmm. uh, one editor has written in London's Daily Mail that we, it will result in no electricity, no food, no TV, no radio, no telephones, internet, medicines, manufacturing, or farming. He further predicts that 100,000 Europeans will die of starvation by the end of 2013. Hanlon says, and he's the editor who wrote in the Daily Mail, um, that it will take two decades or more for plant life to return. And so uh, many scientists are predicting some major upheavals in 2012. I understand that there, this is a very split um, topic when it comes between, comes to the scientific community. Is it possible that there's just as much hype when it comes to the end of the Mayan calendar and the end of the world as there was with Y2K and nothing happened? I'm sure there um, is a great deal of hype about it, and I think we need to sort through all that. Mm-hmm. I do think we need to be very watchful about what is happening around us. I do see signs in nature of um, you know tremendous changes. For example, global warming. A lot of people have um, doubts about global warming, and yet when you look at uh, Russia yeah. right now going through a heat wave, a disastrous heat wave, mm-hmm. that is probably a hotter period than they've ever experienced in the last millennium, then you begin to wonder. And, uh, you know, everything else that is happening in um, the world, it seems like natural disasters are becoming more cataclysmic than they ever were with Katrina and the floods in Nashville and Iowa and Pakistan and the earthquakes and tsunamis all over the world. And, of course, Jesus said that in the end times there will be earthquakes in various places, and of course there always has been, but it does seem like there are, um, that earthquakes are increasing with greater intensity and frequency than they have in the past as well. The Cherokees talked about the third great shaking of the earth, and they uh, almost seem to indicate that that will be World War III or something equivalent to it. Um, they believe the first great shaking was World War I, and then World War II was the second. 
But during the third great shaking, uh, they really believe that um, the end of time uh, will be upon us. And so uh, a lot of uh, Native Americans uh, have that view as well. But as I said before, some of them believe that it will also, it could be the beginning of a whole new age mm-hmm. for the human race. Tell me, as, as, a, as an author as well as a, a biblical scholar, do you believe that we are in the end times as talked about in the book of Revelations? I do believe that, um, and my basis for that is really um, what Jesus said about the end times, and he really gave a, a few different things. Uh, he said that uh, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Well, satellite television and the Internet are enabling that preaching to take place. Uh, satellite networks are reaching into, you know, even some of the remotest mm-hmm. parts of the earth and radio broadcasts and so forth. Um, Jesus also said, then there will be great distress, unequaled from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be equaled again. If those days had not been cut short, no one would survive, but for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. Uh, Jesus had a great deal to say about the end times, and it would seem that he wants us to be prepared for um, the time when uh, the last days, and he said, uh, when evening comes, you say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red, and in the morning today it will be stormy, for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. He calls us to be vigilant and to be um, prayerful. Um, the Apostle Peter said, um, the end uh, of all things is at hand. It is time for us to be serious, to be vigilant and prayerful. Um, Jesus also said, just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Mm -hmm. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just like this on the day the Son of Man is revealed." And, of course, um, Orthodox Christianity teaches that Jesus will come again. It was interesting to me that... Um, Lloyd, please stand by. We've got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. We'll yeah. be right back. Exonation Lloyd Hildebrand is our special guest. He's the author of 2012, Is This the End? Website, www.bridgelogos.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news. As the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. 
For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. ExoNation, Lloyd Hildebrand is my special guest. He is the publisher and CEO of Bridge Logos Foundation. Throughout his career, he has served as a pastor, teacher, professor, writer, counselor, and educator. He has co-authored several books, including Cops and God, God's Special Promises to Me, and Victory in Jesus, and edited hundreds, including Heaven is So Real. His website, www.bridgelogos.com, we're talking about Lloyd's new book. It's entitled 2012, Is This the End? Lloyd, in order for it, the end to come as as written about in the book of Revelations, doesn't the Antichrist have to come first? Uh, yes, he will appear on the earth, and of course, throughout history, many people have tried to guess who he is. Um, many, there are people today who believe he has already uh, been born, mm-hmm. but the ten key prophetic signs in the Old and New Testament of the end of the world would be the return of Jews to their homeland, yeah. and that happened in 1948, yeah. the repossession of Jerusalem by the Jews, the rebuilding of the temple in Jerusalem. That has not taken place. Um, there are some groups that are planning it, though. Mm-hmm. The establishment of a one-world government, the recognition of a one-world religion, mm-hmm. the northern invasion of Israel, an increase in worldwide travel and knowledge, the rise of false prophets and an increase in occult activity, the church will become apostate, and then society will suffer a major moral breakdown. Well, many of those things have already taken place, but some of them have not. You know, and, this this uh, leads me to my point, Lloyd, that if we're looking at December the 21st, 2012, mm-hmm. and first of all, the Antichrist has not made his appearance. If the Antichrist is born, and if we're looking at a year and some odd in order, you know, before December the 21st, 2012, I, I think there's something wrong with this timeline. I can understand why you're saying that, Rob. And I, uh, I also uh, would say that we can't be sure mm-hmm. of 2012 at all. And I don't mean to be a prophet of doom um, in any way, shape, or form. But there's also uh, in the Islamic faith, mm-hmm. um, they believe in the return of Jesus Christ also. Yep. But they also believe in another individual coming uh, from heaven, the Mahdi, um, who is known as the Guided One. 
uh, both Shiites and Sunnis believe that alongside Jesus, the Mahdi will erase all error, injustice, and tyranny from the world. Uh, he will be a descendant of Muhammad, it is believed. He'll bear the name of Muhammad. His rule will not be long, only uh, perhaps 19 years at the most. His, company, his coming will be accompanied by the raising of a black standard, um, which I won't go into any detail about. But when the Mahdi comes, according to Islamic teaching, the Antichrist will appear in the East. It is reported that Muhammad said this about the Mahdi, the world will not pass away before the Arabs are ruled by a man, the Mahdi, of my family, whose name will be the same as mine. And some people believe that Osama bin Laden is actually the Mahdi. Uh, if that were to be true, uh, that means that someone who probably is working with him would be the Antichrist. Um, but I won't go into much more detail there. It's just uh, very interesting that they believe in the return of Jesus. They also believe in the Antichrist. And some, the belief that bin Laden is the Mahdi lends credence to the thought that the end times are upon us. So is is it, is it a matter of taking the pieces and making them fit in order to make a prophecy come true? And is it possible that these aren't the real pieces at all? Oh, I think it's entirely possible. Absolutely, Rob. I think our job is to be alert, to be vigilant, and to prepare ourselves uh, for, at least spiritually, mm -hmm. for uh, what the Bible says will be coming one day. What do you believe is going to happen, Pastor? Well, I believe that Jesus will return, that uh, he will capture the um, believers who are on the earth, and as the Bible talks about, that is known as the rapture. Mm -hmm. They will join him in the air, and the dead in Christ will rise out of the graves to join him as well. Um, he will be returning to this earth, to set up a kingdom, and his followers will be joining with him. Prior to that time, though, there will be a period of great tribulation. Many people think that it has already begun, it is taking place, and certainly people probably in during World War II thought it had begun as well and was taking place with things like the Holocaust going on. But uh, the tribulation is to be a seven-year period, followed by the return of Jesus Christ, who will then rule and reign upon this earth for a millennium, a thousand years of peace. And uh, uh, that's, that's where I stand with regard to the end times. What happens, sir, December the 22nd, 2012, and it's just another day like today was? I think it could very well be uh, another day like today was. And I think that uh, many people will be surprised um, to discover that nothing cataclysmic did occur, but there's always the potential that something could take place on that day. And again, we have to ask ourselves, mm -hmm. why did the Mayan calendar end on that particular day? Well, according to the Mayans that I've spoken to, it's because it was the end of the cycle. It's just like you or I on January the 1st taking down 
last year's calendar putting up a new one. Yes, uh, many of them do believe that. Uh, some of them, however, uh, believe it is the end. Uh, Don Alejandro, who is a Mayan elder, mm-hmm. uh, said this on December 20th of 2012, Mother Earth will pass inside the center of a magnetic axis, and it may be darkened with a great cloud for 60 to 70 hours, and that because of environmental degradation, she may not be strong enough to survive the effects. It will enter another age, but when it does, there will be great and serious events. Earthquakes, maramentos, which are tsunamis, floods, volcanic eruptions, and great illness on the planet Earth. Few survivors will be left. Well, that's what one Mayan elder has to say about that time. Mm -hmm. But, um, again, I don't want to say that that is what I believe. I'm just doing the research and uh, found it fascinating. And I I respect your research. Thank you. There's There's another prophecy out there, Rob, if I may interject at this point. It's known as the Last Pope Prophecy. And in this prophecy, we have um, an Irish monk by the name of St. Malachy, Mm -hmm. who wrote in the 1200s about um, the last popes. Um, According to his prophecy, either the uh, Pope Benedict, who is the 265th Pope of the Roman Catholic Church, uh, he is now an octogenarian and may not rule much longer, um, that he or his predis- or his successor may be the last pope, according to St. Malachy. Uh, the last pope is actually given a name by St. Malachy or someone else who wrote, in the final persecution of the Holy Roman Church, there will reign Petrus Romanus, Peter the Roman, who will feed his flock amid many tribulations, after which the seven-hilled city of Rome will be destroyed, and the dreadful judge will judge the people the end. Uh, There are those who say that Peter the Roman was added to the list of popes many years after Malachi recorded his original prophecy, so therefore many think that Pope Benedict, who uh, in, um, in this prophecy was known as the glory of the olive, Benedict the 16th, um, believe that he will be the last pope. In 1909, Pope Pius X said he had a vision from which he quickly awoke and cried, What I see is terrifying. Will it be myself? Will it be my successor? What is certain is that the Pope will quit Rome, and in leaving the Vatican, he will have to walk over the dead bodies of his priests. But that's kind of an interesting prophecy coming out of the 13th century in Ireland, the last Pope prophecy. And of course, Roman Catholic prophecies are very replete uh, with their depictions of great destruction and so forth uh, happening in the end times, but usually they do not uh, give a precise date. You know, throughout history, there have been many, many end time prophecies, and not one of them has come true. So what makes this one so different? I think the only difference is the um, factor of the Mayan calendar, what the McKennas said mm-hmm. about the Book of Changes. And you also have a few other people talking about 2012. 
Uh, for example, let me see if I can find something here. Yes, by an Islamic um, imam known as Safar ibn Abd al-Rahman al-Hawali. He said, when Daniel specified the period between its distress and relief, between the era of anguish and the era of blessing, he put it as 45 years. We have already seen that he specified the time of the establishment of the abomination of desolation as the year 1967, which is what in fact occurred. Therefore, the end or the beginning of the end will be 1967 plus 45 equals 2012. So you see these prophecies coming from so many different sources. Um, and again, I, mm -hmm. I can't verify any of them except to say that um, we do know that uh, God might be judging the world and uh, we might be entering uh, a time that is known as uh, the time of great distress. Why would God create something just to destroy it? I really wish I had an answer for that question. Um, I think he had expected us as his creation mm -hmm. to take good care of this planet. Um, I don't know that we have done a very good job of it, and uh, therefore, according to biblical teaching, uh, God has to judge the people on this planet um, for what they've done. And uh, Lawrence Joseph writes, uh, the year 2012 has the mark of destiny upon it. Judging from the facts gathered for his book, which was Apocalypse 2012, there is at least an even chance of some massive tragedy and or great awakening occurring or commencing in that year. The question ultimately is not if but when, not so much the exact date as whether or not this transformational event will occur within our own or our loved one's lifetime. The value of the 2012 deadline is that being so close, it forces us to confront the myriad possibilities for global catastrophe to gauge their likelihood and destructive potential and to examine how prepared we are to respond to them individually and as a nation. One of our uh, pastors who has written several books, including The Cross and the Switchblade, He's the founder of Teen Challenge, a ministry which has had a great success with drug addicts around the world, and Times Square Church in New York City. And here is a recent prophecy that he has given. David Wilkerson is his name. An earth-shattering calamity is about to happen. It is going to be so frightening, we are all going to tremble, even the godliest among us. It will engulf the whole megaplex, including areas of New Jersey and Connecticut. Major cities all across America will experience riots and blazing fires such as we saw in Watts, Los Angeles, years ago. There will be riots and fires in cities worldwide. There will be looting. We are under God's wrath. Well, David Wilkerson um, is believing that judgment is falling upon our country. He, is also, he also accurately predicted the fall of the uh, Twin Towers of the World Trade Center just a few weeks before that happened. And many say that uh, some of the other prophets, such as Nostradamus, 
Mother Shipton, Merlin the Magician, and many others predicted that same event happening. So um, in answer to your question about why would God do that, I can't speak for him, of course, but David Wilkerson uh, seems to think that we're under God's wrath at the present time. There's going to be a lot of people wearing egg on their face December the 22nd, 2012, and uh, you know what? It seems that the God that I know or the God that I believe to exist is not the same God that people are talking about that destroys. I don't know. We'll talk about this when we get back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. 19th Sergeant Central. 19th Sergeant Jack. Officers on the scene. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation, whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials. How we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. X-Zone Nation, my very special guest this hour is Lloyd Hildebrand. He's the author of 2012, Is This the End? His website is www.bridgelogos.com. And first of all, Lloyd, it's been a great pleasure having you with us this hour. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, and I'd like to take uh, this opportunity of thanking Sean Myers, who is your publicist, for helping make this possible. Thank you, Rob. Um, it's a real joy to be with you, and I really appreciate the questions. They're very stimulating. Thank you, you so much. I've, I've got a thought here, and I'm just wondering if this might have something to do with it. The fact that so many people believe that the world will be coming to an end on December the 21st, 2012, and there are many false prophets out there at this time. Yes. I'm just wondering if this is part of the plan to where to raise a spiritual awareness. You know how how sometimes fathers like you and I play a little bit of psychological games with our children. Yes. 
We get them to do what we really want them to do by causing a distraction in the right hand where the left hand is actually the lesson. Yeah. I'm just wondering I'm just wondering if this is part of the plan to 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 come up with this end of the world scenario so that we would come back to spirituality and and well, say you know, whoa yeah, this uh, is a close call. Thank you God. Ah, yes. I uh, suspect there's um a great deal of validity in what you're saying there Rob. In fact, many of the ancient cultures say that that's exactly what will happen. You know, we have become so materialistic mm-hmm. and greedy, and uh, we've given ourselves over to so many things that are not good. And many of those ancient cultures, and certainly including Christianity, believe that um, we will, you know, that there will be a revival, that people will change. And um, I think that's a good point because some of the spiritual steps to take as we contemplate the end times, would be, of course, to pray, mm-hmm. to draw close to God. The Bible says if we draw close to Him, He will draw close to us. We also need to share our faith with other people, because there are many people out there who are not, um, who are drifting away from God, yes. who do not know Him personally. We are also to love, and in fact, that one verse that I quoted from Peter before says, the end of all things is at hand, therefore be serious, be vigilant, and love others. I believe that God is love, and we are commanded to love Him and to love others, and in fact, that is the supreme commandment and the mark of a true Christian. Uh, John wrote, God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God, and God in Him. In this way, love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence on the Day of Judgment. So, in other words, uh, because we have grown in our ability to love God and others and to experience His love in our own lives, we are going to have confidence on that day whenever it takes place. Because in this world we are like Him. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. Yeah. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And one of my favorite... Lloyd, writers, I hate to do oh. this. We are nearly out of time. I'd love to have you back on the show. I find you very stimulating, and it's been a great pleasure talking to you. So and until next time, Lloyd, thank you very much for your great work. And ExoNation, Lloyd Hildebrand is my guest this hour, www.bridgelogos.com. He is the author of 2012, Is This the End? Lloyd, take care of yourself, and thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Rob.